Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Blues Guitar Show podcast. Smashing them out at the moment, which is really, really great. I've been trying to get on this for ages. So, great news that I'm being able to get these out as often as I am. Now, yesterday uh, I had another one of my three-hour-long sets at the Blarneystone Irish Pub in Shanghai. So, if my voice sounds a little bit croaky, it's probably because I was uh, belting out tunes for most of the uh, most of the afternoon yesterday and I've also got a nasal strip on my nose because I've been sleeping like crap at the moment so if my voice sounds weird apologies for that uh, but one of the tunes that I played yesterday that I thought would be a cool one to take some stuff from and talk about today was the Robert Johnson classic I Believe I'll Dust My Broom and there's some really cool little licks in here I thought it'd be cool to talk about and teach you guys today But before we get into it, head over to my website www.benmartin-music.com and download your two free ebooks uh, today and browse through the tab library. It's all free to download, no email required, no nothing, just free stuff, free content to help you guys on your guitar playing journey. If you haven't already, go back and listen to last lesson, which was about Big Joe Williams and Go onto the website and download the tablature of the Intermediate Blues 12 bar in A and you'll find the tab for what we learned in that lesson. Okay, so the first Robert Johnson lick we're going to look at and dissect a little bit sounds like this. So a nice short little riff just to start off with. And actually this, like a lot of other Robert Johnson riffs that we'll look at a couple... um, More later, use one shape moved across the fretboard. And this can be easily transferred to different keys, which is also a super useful thing about learning a lot of Robert Johnson tunes. So for the first part, let's just have a look at this shape. So I'm going to read out to you the bar chord shape that we need to make here. So you're going to bar your finger, your first finger, across fret five on the bottom four strings. Now, if you're not very good at barring, you can just hold down fret 5 on the 4th string, but it's a really good habit to get into to work on barring these. Then, you're going to put your little finger, your pinky finger, on fret 7 on the bottom string. So now we have 7, 5, 5, 5. Then we're going to put our second finger on fret 6 on the 2nd string. So now we have 7, 6, 5, 5. And then we're going to add our third finger, which should sort of be hovering around there already. Add our third finger on fret 7 on the third string. So now from the bottom going upwards, we have 7, 6, 7, 5. With that bar held down there, or just with the finger loose. Now, the lick we're going to play... With our picking hand now, we're going to play the thumb, is going to play the fourth string, and the third finger plays the bottom string. So those together. And then second finger plays second string, first finger plays third. And these are played in triplets. So one triplet. And if you're getting that sound anything like that make sure your fingers the your first finger is barred and the other three fingers are all nicely arched to get a nice clear 
now all we do is we're going to take this same lick down a fret. Move down one. Okay, so now the second position, your fingers from the bottom upwards, exactly the same shape, should be six, five, six, four. So back up, down, down one more, another first three, and then we go down one more, so the last one here, you should be on fret four, three, four, two, and we're going to pluck them all together. A nice staccato pluck, so not holding out like that, just... And I'm using uh, the four, four fingers, uh, three fingers and my thumb on my picking hand to pull the strings to get that nice staccato sound. So, from the beginning... You can play on any string, as long as it's muted, so. I'm playing it on the fourth string, just muting it with my hand, putting my hand across the strings and getting that nice muted sound. Then we make a B7 chord. Now, if you're not sure about a B7 chord, um, we've talked about it in most of the lessons before, so just, uh, just quickly Google a picture of it, and I'm sure you'll find it without me having to explain it to everybody. And then, after the dead note, it's a... So dead note, then so that's from the beginning. find in a lot of Robert Johnson's songs that's a really good lead in lick and that would typically lead into um, a 12 bar in E usually uh, into an E7 chord coming from the B7 so an E7 going back to the 1 so that's leading into the 1 of your 12 bar in E the next one we're going to look at is actually a similar idea, but in the key of G. And this one is taken from the Clapton version of When You Got a Good Friend from uh, the Me and Mr. Johnson album that Clapton released, I think, in uh, around 2004. Amazing album, really, really cool to hear modern production versions of a lot of the songs. Because something I found when you listen to a lot of Delta Blues is that while some of it, the songs are amazing, it's, it's difficult to listen to a lot of this stuff that is um, comparatively unlistenable, especially when I'm like riding the subway and um, just the volume level of some of these songs is so low that it's being drowned out by you know, other noises and stuff. So that album's a really, really great introduction to a lot of, um, or certainly introduced me to a lot of uh, great Robert Johnson songs I didn't know about. So this one is from When You Got A Good Friend, and this one is the same kind of idea. It's a lead into the 12 bar, like a lot of um, Robert Johnson's kind of 12 bars have, and this one is in the key of G. 
So it sounds like this. So this is something very, very typical of Robert Johnson, which is the keeping the root note on the high, so this high G going, and then counting down the bass. And then playing them together. So, first thing we're going to do is put our third finger on the high G, fret 3 on the bottom string, and then our second finger on fret 3 on the third string. Play them together then play the high G again. Then we're going to move that top third string note down one fret. So third string fret two, same, same pattern with your picking hand. So together, down one more to fret one. So that's You'll hear him a lot um, change the rhythm of this stuff, so he'll do a... Or just... Same kind of idea, just three different ways of playing it. take our hand off the fretboard so we've got and then we're going to play 0 1 0 on the bottom string so a hammer on from E to F to E hammer on then pull off and then we put our finger on fret 3 and second string the D so that's and when we play this we also play the open G on the third string so shape to know because you can move this anywhere on the fretboard so what we're going to do is we're going to put our first finger stays on that D on fret 3 string 2 then our little finger goes the string above on fret 5 so that's 2 5 so missing out the bottom string then second string fret 3 third string fret 5 fourth string we have our third finger on fret 4 uh, sorry, second finger on fret 4. Then your third finger goes on fret 5 on the 5th string. So from the bottom of the guitar upwards, we have nothing on the bottom string. 3, 5, 4, 5. And again, a double stop. You can strum it or pick it. So all together. And then that leads nicely into that G7 chord. So again. And you got a good friend. 
Love that one. And like I said, that one's very easy to move to a different key. You can just take it up a couple of frets. And you can just move it around the fretboard and just play with it. And you'll find it's a great thing to add into your 12-bar kind of turnaround repertoire. Because that's what we're aiming to build, really. Like, a lot of the time, I just use lyric sheets when I'm gigging. Because depending on how my voice is sounding, I like to change key on the fly. So I decided, like yesterday, for example, I played um, three, o'clock, 3 O'Clock Blues, the B.B. King song. And I decided to play it in the key of E because my voice was already struggling a bit after a couple of hours. So being able to just use the same kind of licks and switch them up on the fly, change different keys is really, really a useful skill when it comes to playing shows or playing with other people because... If you're not a singer, but the singer goes, I need to change this down a tone or down a half step, you need to be able to keep the sort of the ability to play these songs in whichever key uh, suits you on that day. So the last Robert Johnson lick we're going to look at is probably my favourite because it's a kind of lead-based lick. Sounds like this. Awesome lick, and another one that's really great to add to that 12-bar repertoire I just talked about. Uh, another one in the key of E, so this is perfect for any song that you're playing in the key of E. First thing we're going to do here is work on this part. Now this is something that I see in a lot of music, um, kind of you see it in rock solos as well as blues stuff, but the, the sliding whilst playing a holding note. So we're going to keep this E on the bottom string and then we're going to change notes on the second string using um, slide technique. So we're going to put our second finger on fret 3 on the B string, the second string, and then pluck the bottom two strings together. Now you can either do this with your first and second finger on your picking hand or your thumb and first finger. Then we're going to slide up to fret 5 and then hit it again and then go down to 3 and do the same thing but we don't slide down just go up 3 another example of what I was talking about with the held note the sustained note that Robert Johnson likes to use So, first part of the lick. Then we're going to go up a string with our second finger here and slide on the third string from 2 to 4. And then hit the bottom E. So, we have... And just as we did before, after we've done the 4, 0, 4, we go down to two on the third string. Repeat it again. So that's. And again. And then open third string. And then on the fourth string, fret two, pull off, 
slowly. And one more time at speed. One, two, three, four. So there we have it, three really cool Robert Johnson licks that you can practice and add into your personal 12-bar repertoire. Awesome stuff. Uh, Head over to www.benmartin-music.com for all my other course content. I'm going to try and keep updating stuff so there's always new tabs to download, always new stuff to look for, so make sure you regularly go and check. Um, Sign up to it, get yourself a login account. I'm not going to bombard you with emails. I don't send a bunch of marketing crap your way, so just, just trying to get decent, good, free guitar content out to everybody. Uh, also head over to Instagram and follow at Blues Guitar Show Podcast. That would be super useful for me. And I'll see everybody next time. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.